You're tuned in to local programming on 97.7 WAOV and NewsKnoxCounty.com. The information and opinions voiced on the Mark and Mark Show is for general information only. WAOV Radio and the original company assumes no responsibility for errors or omissions in the content of the program. Broadcasting for over five years from the historic Brevoort House in downtown Vincennes, this is the Mark and Mark Show. It's a show about everything. A show about nothing. Featuring Joe Heron, Chris Haddix, Dave Hill, Dr. Aaron Wiseman, and Haley Lancaster. We now go live to the WAOV studios for the Mark and Mark Show with your hosts, Mark McNeese and Mark Hill. Hey, it's us. It's the Three Amigos today. We had Three Amigos last week. That was uh, Mark, Mark, and Joe. Today we have Mark, Mark, and the long-lost chef, Chris Haddix, with us today. Welcome back, Chris. Finally making my return. It's been a long time. Nice. Welcome back. Yeah, you had some nice vacation time. I think you could probably talk about that at some point. Uh, tell us about uh, yeah, make vacations, moving daughters to college, um, life in general getting in the way, people visiting from out of town, lots of uh, lots of stuff going on. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then and you have to run a restaurant in between all that. Yeah, that's the easy part, right? Yeah, you managed to fix me. You fixed me lunch yesterday. Thank you. I kind of came in late at the last minute. Buffy was about to lock me out, and I said, please. She'll do that. She'll do that. She was great, great and accommodating. So anyway, well, we generally start this show with good week, bad week. My good week is that we had our rendezvous appreciation dinner. Of course, much to the chagrin of many, we did it on the – weekend of the German fest, you know, you just can't do stuff on the weekends anymore because there's always something going on. But uh, we did have a nice dinner and uh, appreciated. Uh, we gave the president's award to Sally Snyder, who's kind of like the mother of our group. So congratulations to Sally. Uh, we got some much needed rain and lower temperatures, which is almost like a fall day out there this morning. It was great. And then my uh, bad week is that uh, my house is still up topsy turvy and uh Still don't have carpet in my family, living room and hallways. So uh, uh, it's supposed to get installed on Thursday. So we'll see. Um, but uh, that that's me. Um, sort of uh, got the short view of life right now. So how about you, Chris? You've probably got a laundry list here. Yeah, we're going to go we're gonna do a good month, bad month, based on uh, the length of time we're going. So, um our Chicago vacation was absolutely fantastic, albeit the most expensive one that I've ever been on in my entire life. Um, we had a very good time. Um, the kids getting older means they no longer hate you and don't want to be around you, so they go and do everything with you. So the cost of everything doubles and or triples. It's so, it's so fun. So, you know, instead of buying two tickets for the show, you're buying four tickets. Instead of buying two dinners, you're buying four dinners. But we had a really, really good time in Chicago. Um, How was that Cubs game? You had some good seats, man. Oh, uh, dude. So I, we were on the ninth row behind home plate, and I didn't realize that even down there, there's a tier-based system. If we were two rows closer, you were part of the 1917 club, mm-hmm. and and you basically get free food and drink, and there's also a private club like eight feet away that you can go into. But oh, if wow. you're two rows back – they ignore you the entire time like you're just a piece of garbage. So 
Um, but I was like, oh, so even up here, there's still a tier-based system. It's fine. So, no, it was a good time. It was actually There's a class within game. a class. It's class within 100%. a class. 100%. Yeah. No, the Cardinals beat the, the, the tar out of them that game. The Cubs yeah. looked terrible. And then they went on a major winning streak after that game. So, that was a great time. Yeah. Yeah, we – uh one of the highlights of Chicago, believe it or not, was we were at our local bar that we love near the place we stay at, and they stopped serving food on us, and we didn't get any food. And it was, like, magical. A gentleman appeared with a cooler full of tamales he was selling. And so we bought $20 of the tamales, which, by the way, is about 800 tamales. That's so awesome. We went, back to, we went back to our apartment and just ate our body weight in the best tamales I've had my entire <laughs> life. That's awesome. So. Yeah, so we we had a blast doing that, and then not bad week, but still kind of sad. We moved our oldest daughter Emma to Florida last mm. week. Um, it was we worked Saturday all day, and by the way, Saturdays at the diner now are just insane wall to wall. So they kicked our butt for eight hours. We get in a car and drive seven hours to Atlanta, stay in a shady motel twenty minutes outside of Atlanta. I'm glad you used the word morning. shady instead of something else. That's good. Oh, it was. I was being radio friendly because it was terrible. It was terrible. So we got up the next morning, drove all the way to Jacksonville, unloaded the car in the 1,000-degree weather. By the way, we opened the door to our car, and we were both like, oh, this is why we don't live in Florida anymore because it is literally the, it is the hottest thing you could imagine. So wow. Surface of the and, sun. It's like the sun yeah, is and, closer there, isn't it? it like it's closer. No, it's it it's almost of like it. the roundness of the earth causes it to be hotter the farther south you go. Yeah. So, but and then also, <laughs> I didn't know this because I was driving in our car with uh, D'Angelo, Emma's boyfriend. But Emma's car's AC went out right about the Georgia Florida border. So the girls were driving without an AC <laughs> the last few hours. <laughs> it was so bad. So it just gave up. It said, "I'm done." Yeah, it just, it was like this. this is this is too much, guys. We're not. We're. I was made in in Indiana area. I'm from Indiana. I'm not going to work down here. So so we got them moved in, and then literally the next morning we were dealing with our college stuff, and they basically tossed us aside. They're like, "All right, you guys can leave now." So we were in Florida for about 22 hours total, um, from the time we entered in Florida till the time we left. So we drove. Seven hours that day to get back to Georgia, to Atlanta. And as we were getting into Atlanta, it was a uh, a hurricane force wind came through. Wow. It was like really dark. It was dark and gross. And we were like right over the airport and like a plane was coming in and they were like bobbing and weaving. And I was like, that pilot's terrible. And then we looked at the, the tree line by the airport and the trees were practically on the ground. There was wow. this weird... And all the cars started driving like 40 miles an hour and the wind blew in. Thank goodness we were two exits from our hotel. So we got, we got past that. And then we drove five more hours the next day. So we spent about 28 hours in the car over the span of four days. It was really a fun vacation. Yeah, that's no good. That's no, no good. Don't recommend. Yeah. yeah. Do, not, <laughs> do not recommend. Yeah. yeah. All right. Good week, bad week for me. Good week. All my people. Went back to school this week, and uh, Vivian uh, Vivian went back to school, um, and the report is she doesn't hate it. Um, so uh, we That's were a win. really concerned. That's about, a win. That's a win. It's a win. She doesn't hate it. Um, you know, and anybody, any 12-year-old, you know, they, they, the preteen angst 
it yeah. is full on. It's full on, and uh, she doesn't hate school, so that's good. Um, and then Jenny, uh, uh, my my darling wife, uh, went back to school today yeah. at uh, Vincent's University, and, and professor uh, she's, Professor McNeese. That's correct. That's, uh, she's it's a good call. Before. She 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 really doesn't do enough. She really should definitely add more <laughs> yeah. to her list. <laughs> she should just work more. You know, that's right. that's right. She, you know. Produce the, the, the recorded history of our community every day and also teach another generation on how to do it. So, right. um, you know, so she's, she's doing a uh, part time, um, journalism, uh, professor at Vincent's University and, and journalism awesome. is certainly not what it used to be. It's different, uh, no. in, in that no. aspect and, 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 uh, she's going to kind of, lead them down the path of uh, journalism and its ethics and, and just how to be a professional in that realm. And, and I you couldn't know, think of a better, I couldn't think of yeah. a better person to do it. She's incredible. You think how much her, her job and her life has changed since she's been in this business. And now she's meeting the next generation of people. It'd be interesting to see what uh, those students are like 20 years from now, you know, for sure. Yeah. Pretty crazy. Pretty crazy. And so that's, that's our good week. We went and did all that kind of stuff. And then, uh, bad week. I, I honestly, I, I just don't have one right now. Uh, yeah. good week. All, all, also good week. Um, my wife, uh, walked in last Sunday and I didn't talk about this on the radio. Uh, walked in last Sunday with a cat carrier and a, <laughs> and a kitten and a kitten from her uh, shelter that she volunteers at. And it was strictly a foster and it is a foster, okay. uh, but mm-hmm. uh, she brought it home to convalesce as she said. And that, that kitty cat, I'm going to be honest with you, probably wouldn't have made it if not for mm-hmm. her care and attention. And now it's going to be up for adoption. So uh, nice. very cool. Is a good week and, and it worked out exceptionally well. So, uh, those are, those are cool success stories. Uh, the cat can't stay because it hates dogs. Every time we go by the dog, it's just this <laughs> horrible spitting kitten. It is, uh, it is not, it is not curious about the dogs. It hates yeah, them. Yeah. A great, a great letter, editorial too that your wife wrote about, uh, too much. Oh, too, too, too much. Too much. There is a, there is a lot of the dogs are too much. That's for it should sure. be two T O O or T W O also. So, yeah. yeah, big dogs. So, so I got a nice little. Uh, I got a nice little addendum to that, Mark. I um, um, I am now the owner of a new kitten as well because my. Wow, and somehow He's Chris got up there. Okay, I uh, got so cut far. off, but I can. You can go to. We can come back to that story after the break. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So when we come back from the break, we'll come back with Chris's cat story. Uh, along with uh, baseball and other words of the day and shout outs here on the Mark and March. And now we're back. Just like that, we lost Chris and his cat story. So Chris says that he's in a bad internet zone and he'll be back for be back. the second half of the show. So we look forward to him uh, joining us. And uh, um, the um, anyway, so usually during this segment, uh, we do. Um, um, word of the day in my baseball. Wow. Come on, man. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to tell a cat story? My wife's got the cats. I'm like, I don't want to go there. Uh, 
But my baseball uh, word of the day is bad ball hitter. I don't know if I've ever used that. I tried to research uh, words I've introduced to the lexicon here on the Mark and Mark show. And, and Mark, you're old enough to appreciate who I'm about to say. The best bad ball hitter I ever saw was Manny Sanguian. Manny Sanguian never saw a pitch that he didn't think he could hit. And I mean, he's, Vlad Guerrero, Vladimir Guerrero Vlad's was a little bit like too. that too. He would swing at some anything, you know, and just he wasn't going to get walked. Right. There's some guys that just, you know, and there are a lot of pitchers that, that, uh, dine on those kind of batters that, you know, try to pitch as far outside as they can, or they have the sinkers and pitches that, uh, fall off the table. So, uh, but anyway, that, that's my, my baseball word of the day. How about you? You got a word of the day? I, I got a, uh, we'll do another golf one. Um, and, and the golf is, let's do some basic stuff. Let's talk about fairways down the middle, tee box where you tee off, fairways where you want to be. Rough is outside the fairway. Sometimes there's a first cut of rough, which is about a two to two to three foot. Sometimes it's just a yard wide of not so rough and intermediate. And then you have the collar of the green or the, or, uh, the apron in the front of a green. Uh, right. So you have all those turf uh, terms, I guess, is what they are. Um, there's all that. And uh, we're getting close to the end of golf season. But I, I would encourage people, if you've not been out to the local country club, uh, Cypress Hills, uh, they've done some uh, fairway replacement. And it was ugly for a while. There mm-hmm. was a there was a bad couple months. But that has came in, and it looks incredible. The course probably looks as good as it's looked, I I, I don't know, in 10 years, five years. Like, yeah. I mean, but a long time. And um, I think that they are, that group is building something that we could be very proud of in our community. And actually, it will be end up starting to be a draw into the community. It For a long time where I would go places, people were going, hey, what happened to your course, you know, kind of stuff. Or uh, now I think you're going to start seeing people come in uh, to that, barring once the construction's really done in there today. That's that's the the hardest part right now. Of course, you know, I think they've done a nice job with the clubhouse and the restaurant up there is nice. And, uh, you know, it's interesting because those investors really took a a gamble because – um, you know, I, it, this sounds bizarre what I'm about to say. And you know, Mark, I'm a scrambles golfer, nothing. Yeah, better. sure. The, uh, but, um, COVID probably, uh, helped golf. You know what I mean? Oh, golf, 100% helped golf. golf the was on the, yeah. Golf was on the wane and, you know, Tiger had kind of run his course. And, you know, then of course, even more recently, we've got all the, Lib stuff and everything else, but well, let's uh, just talk about that. In Jasper, Indiana, there's two courses that are closed. Vincennes, Fox Ridge closed. Evansville, yeah. there's two courses that closed. All that happened before COVID. Uh, if, right. if COVID, it, it, there was COVID was horrible. It didn't. It was not good for an economy. People died. People did things. Mm-hmm. There was some interesting things that came out of that, beneficial wise. That. Um, if there is such a silver lining to a, a pandemic, but, uh, think about just some of the funding aspects that have happened to, uh, the city of Vincennes. Uh, what you yeah, guys have been able to have happened there, um, uptick in outdoor activities, Mark, people biking, right. walking, oh, doing right. things away from big crowds. I think there was some benefits of that, um, working from home. Um, sure. 
the only people I think that are griping that say that people need to get back to the office are ones that have invested in commercial property. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, they, look at that. You know, I mean, I'm just, I'm thinking about, uh, you know, when uh, Adam was home, you know, you just, um, you know, you look at malls now, you know, and malls were, you know, where everybody went, you know, and that was a, yeah. that was a destination. I'm an kid, man, I'm a Gen Xer. Uh, we, mall rats, right. malls, we were there. And so, you know, malls have become other things now. They've become uh, places for, uh, you know, gymnastics and for uh, churches and for other kind of things. Uh, Cause, uh, but, yeah. you know, big problem there is just the, the overhead and the cost of the, keeping something like that open. Well, we really got off on a tangent there. I apologize. Sorry, 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 um, sorry. But anyway, okay. uh, yeah, that's okay. So that that's my word of the day or words of the day. Uh, hey. My shout outs. I, I got some shout outs. I want to give shout outs to uh, the people that run the German Fest. Fantastic yeah. job. Uh, lots of hard work that goes into that. Um, and, and the people who provide some safe rides and those things for the individuals that maybe go really hard at German Fest. Right. Uh, there's some of that. And then, uh, just a shout out to, uh, you, you've got a, you had a number of them in your family. You still have them in your family. The school teachers, uh, those individuals that are, are, are taking those kids back into their care, uh, and, and gonna try to educate them. Uh, and make them better humans for us all, you know. So, right, big shout right. out to them. Yeah, I, and that was actually on the top of my shout out list. But uh, you know, I'm I'm actually going to uh, dive into another part since we've been exploring golf a fair amount here in this segment. Because when Chris comes back, when we get into the sports, I'm sure that we'll be talking about fantasy football and uh, all that. Sure. Uh, it's- table facing us as we look at our uh, fantasy draft on Saturday. But how about Adam Shank and Mark, you, you, uh, you can kind of finish sixth. Isn't that amazing? I mean, I just, he's 20th uh, in FedEx points. Um, he, I, winnings this year, uh, 4.7 million. Uh, he is now ranked in the top 50 in the world. Um, just incredible. Uh, Mark Hill, he is, what he's done and been able to accomplish and just consistency. He's in the top, he's in 20th in FedEx points and hasn't won a, a tournament this year. Now I think he would rather win a tournament, but what that strikes to is just how consistent yeah. he has been. And in golf, that is one of the most difficult things to be is right. consistent. And he's and, had like uh, six top ten finishes. You know, I mean, that's what's got him the points. So, Mark, so I understand um, for maybe some of our viewers that are not as adroit as you are about uh, golf, the, uh, you know, you had to be in the top 70 to make it in this first round of playoffs. Now you have to be in the top 50, and then they go to the top 30. And, uh, you know, I mean, Adam has a legitimate chance to make it into that last round and actually the course uh, he's 20th now so let's just talk about and i can give you some some things that i know off the top of my head without referring to paperwork so to get into the top 70 they had a tournament right at the end called the Wyndham classic and out mm-hmm. of that there was movement from say 71st to 70th to get in there was only a movement of two people yeah. uh so so there was only two that moved out of the top 50, you know, say you had 50, you were in the top 50 to begin with, mm-hmm. there was only a movement of one. 
So wow. if you were in the top, so um, your odds of staying in is, is so much better because you've played better along the way. Now you could have a flyer where somebody was in 70th last week, but won the tournament, they would have moved way up, but it right. still would have only moved one or two people out. Right. Um, so that fluctuation is not as great. So yes, him being 20th, he would have to move 10 spots down. Um, that is, is pretty tough. Uh, so he's got a legitimate, really good shot of moving forward. He's had an incredible year. So here's the other side of that. Um, I, I hope that he believes the pressure and thinks the pressure's off. He's had an incredible year finishing right. in the top 50. That means he's qualified for tons of tournaments next year that he right. maybe didn't call for as before. So, um, we gave the shout out last week. I did to his support staff, you know, and family and all those people that make him go coaches and all that. But you know, big shout out to him, you know, oh, yeah. lives here. Yeah. You know, yeah. He's, he's uh, unassuming and just, uh, you know, a very polite, uh, young man and, uh, you know, pretty much, uh, endears anybody that's uh, gotten a chance to meet him or play around him and those kind of things. So yeah, it's, it's exciting. So. Um, so anyway, so, um, any other shout, shout outs? out to you, you can give your shout out to the teachers if you want there, Mark, go ahead. Well, you yeah, I, I will say this, that. that, uh, you know, I'm fortunate in that, uh, in, in working where I do that, uh, we sponsor a program called, uh, two programs actually. One's the, um, the, uh, bedtime in a box program, which can prepares four year olds and five year olds throughout the county to get ready for school and to uh, learn about uh, their parents, learn how to set um, expectations and bedtimes that are reasonable and have good oral and uh, bath hygiene, but most importantly, get read to at night. And that's kind of a lost art these days where kids are on who knows what, um, you know, device at bedtime or what they're doing. And, and of course, it's still light out. Uh, when it, when it's early bedtime for, uh, kindergarten or preschool kids. So that's a, that's a challenge for all parents. And so that's a product, but I, but I got to watch the last day of, um, Jumpstart, uh, which is a kindergarten training camp for kids that uh, aren't quite ready for kindergarten. And it's all that at Riley School, uh, the last week of the, the week before school started here. And so it was fun to see those kids in action and my daughter's involved in that. So it's, it is nice to see, um, how important that kind of programming is and, and the, the importance of kids being ready. And, uh, it was, it was really heartwarming to see that. Mark, I do want to give another shout out. I know you were involved in some aspects of this. Uh, last night at council, we approved, uh, the, the help stuff. Uh, you know, the funding for help, which came through as a grant, but it was really part of the COVID stuff that came through and we were able to apply. We had to dedicate some ARPA money to that along the right. way. And, right. uh, you know, and one of my, I have some complaints about a number of things. People know that I'm, I can do that. But, and one of those complaints is that we, our community has tended to say no, find 50 ways to say no and not one yet way to say yes. Well, this, those programs, they may not be for everybody, but it is a yes. We're trying. They yeah. may not all succeed, but if you, if we end up with one or two or three of those being really good programs that will help our community, we are much better off. And Absolutely. you don't know unless you try. So shout out to those people that worked on that. 
uh, really spent some time. Um, I think that they still need to, everybody's going to need to broaden their approach a little bit more, more people under the tent, so to speak, right. uh, versus the, the same old crew doing the same things. We've talked about that before. You know, the 20 sure. people that volunteer for, the 20 people that volunteer for everything can't continue to do it, you know? Right. So it's, it's going to be key getting more and more people involved. So that's it. Uh, yeah. To listen to the, you've wasted a complete half hour listening to Mark and Mark's show. <laughs> we'll be back. After this break, uh, and, and Chris Addicts, he's got a pussycat story. All right. Bye. All right. See you, Mark. And weather hey, was good. Chris, look, Chris made it back out of the Welcome dip. back. Welcome back. On video and online again. Made it. You know, if you get a chance to watch us on the podcast after the broadcast or, you know, YouTube it while, uh, we're on the air, uh, Chris. Hey, is, uh, hey, Mark. Maybe we should say, "Hey, welcome back to the Mark and Mark Show." On no, yeah, that's right. Who are these idiots? You know, <laughs> yeah, who are these idiots? I just tuned into. You know, you listen to the Mark and Mark that's Show. Mark, I'm Mark. That's Chris. And so let's that's hear right. about Chris's cat story, and then he can launch into anything he wants. No, uh, yeah, yeah, we, we had like our first day back from Chicago, and. In the middle of breakfast rush, Buffy sees a kitten in front of the diner, and she goes out, and, of course, she grabs it because there's a cat. It's a cat. And she goes over to the Humane Society, and they're not open yet. So she calls her mom, and her mom comes and picks it up and takes it to the shelter, who they've already called, and the pet port will take it. And somehow in the, the, the 30 minutes of her and her mom having the cat, they both fell in love with the cat. And, and uh, like 30 minutes later, she walks back while I'm still cooking breakfast, and she's like, don't be mad at me. I was like, what? She's like, we're getting that cat. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> whatever. So, At this point, so it's now, like, whatever. Yeah, so I'm like, fine. I'm like, she's going to tear up my new furniture that I just bought. I'm like, she's like, no, I'll make sure she doesn't. Anyway, it's ta- her name's Taylor. Uh, so she's, um, she is the most curious cat on the planet. She is, when I play my video games, she's on my lap trying to take my controller out of my hand and watch me play. Uh, she lays in between <laughs> my lap when we watch TV. Uh, while I was building furniture for my game room, since we've been adjusting with Emma and Dee being gone, she was in between the equipment I was trying to build. She was, she is, um, something else. Yeah. She's yeah. a handyman's cat. She's a handyman's cat. Yeah. <laughs> she also will jump on Buffy's backside while she's in a towel because she's just like that. Like she's just like a cartoon cat. <laughs> cartoon. I like it. I like it. I love it. So, Chris, we... Uh, Those are the best uh, pets. The ones that find you are the best pets, I think. Well, that's true. Yeah. I've, uh, ne- I've never uh, had Emma, a pet. Yeah. Emma claims... Emma claims that, that, that she was sent to us by the cat gods to uh, fill her void since she left, so now we all have something else to deal with. So, she's not wrong. She's not wrong. So I uh, I got adopted by a cat one time named uh, Yahoo and that was that was so long ago that was before Yahoo was a thing you know and so uh, that that cat only liked me and only sat on my lap and only sat in my chair and didn't want to have anything to do with anybody else and I'm not sure what it was about me that attracted uh, me to that cat but uh, that's the only one I can lay claim they, to. they take ownership they do that that's oh yeah yeah you are you're, you you belong to that cat so Chris tell me about uh, what you've been watching I know you were gone for three weeks and so you probably weren't watching a whole lot but uh, oh no I have 
an insane list of things that we've been watching. We finished uh, The Righteous Gemstones. We finished The Crowded Room. Um, we started watching um, those terrible baking shows on TV that's on Netflix again. Um, we were watching Winning Time. We watched Guardians of the Galaxy two nights ago. That movie, the new Guardians of the Galaxy, really right. underrated. It was oh, yeah. really, really good. It's good. It, it was a great ending to the trilogy. It, it set things up for the future, and it was just I feel like a lot of people have Marvel fatigue, but if you're like a nerd, like a lot of us are, those movies are fantastic. There, it's, it's that still, one's really good. People should watch it. It is well it, worth it. I agree. It is. The Gamora storyline was well done. Um, it was just it, it, everything about it. The Nebula stuff with Star Lord, like a little intertwining stuff, and and finishing yeah. off Drax's storyline. And it, everything about it was just really good. The villain was a great villain. Mm-hmm. Um, I just very much enjoyed it. So Adam Warlock was great. It was a, it was a funny addition, and it made a lot of sense the way they played it out. So yeah, but um, yeah, we for the most part we finished up all of our shows. We're starting watching Only Murders in the Building. The new season uh-huh. of that is always fun. Um, the new season, I'm telling you, Winning Time already got us. It's so good. They good? Okay. Oh they my! Jump, it's fun. They jump four years into the future. Okay, four years in the future. So you think you're going to miss a whole bunch of stuff, but after they're four years in the future, they go right back. So it's real. It's yeah. yeah. It's it's it is it is well done television. Yeah, very good, very good. So how how the righteous gemstones came to an end, or is it? Uh, is so it, like- it could have been. It very well. They they got uh, picked up for season four, so it's not over. But okay. you could tell that they, you could tell by the way the show ended that they weren't sure. You know, that, that show has become more and more of a hard R. You know, it's a. Oh, <laughs> my favorite part. I read, I read a review of it and they called it stupid succession. And I'm like, that's exactly what it is. It's stupid succession. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, um, but yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I, I've not gotten through, uh, all of the, this season, yeah, but it's uh, it's been a this slow season. Climb. This season could be X. Um, there are more male genitalia in a couple episodes of that show than I've seen ever on television. Ever, <laughs> they went out of their way. They went out of their way for it. Yeah, there's a full-on <laughs> nude fight scene. Gross. That's like the Jennifer Lawrence, the Jennifer Lawrence movie we went to the movie and saw that had no hard feelings. That's right? like an 80s reboot. That's like, that's like an 80s, an 80s yeah. throwback. It's so bad. It is. It's so crazy. It's a Gen X movie, man. Go watch it. <laughs> that's exactly what yeah. it is. Well, you know, it was interesting. I think. Anyway, I probably- hey, what I've been watching, what yeah. I've been watching, uh, pretty seriously is, uh, we started Hijack. Uh, uh, and, and it's, it's really good. Uh, I oh, appreciate yeah. your advice and giving us the advice to watch it. It's outstanding television. Um, uh, so many twists and turns along the way with that. Um, one, just the modern, you know, I, you saw movies in the seventies and the eighties that dealt with hijackings, uh, because it was possible. I, I think it's weird now because you, you think you, it's impossible for it to be hijacked again, you know? Right. Um, so it, it adds a new element to it and it includes all the modern, um, you know, modern technology, modern look. Mm-hmm. It even acknowledges a lot of the things that have happened and, 
and the safety protocols that are in place. Um, so that's pretty interesting too. So how of course far, my favorite. How you, yeah. How far are you uh, in? Episode three and a half, maybe. Okay. Three. It's, it's like, it's like a good mystery novel. There are a lot of red herrings and, uh, things you won't, uh, anticipate. And so I'm not going to say anything about no, it. Oh, good. It's, it's yeah, fun. We'll We've enjoyed it. it a lot. So, and then of and course, I still am watching the Orville. I love the Orville. Uh, I'm, I'm working my way through that campy show. It's pretty cool. It's just campy. Yeah. Um, and then my favorite show on television right now is Foundation, uh, on Apple. Uh, Isaac Osmoff's, um, uh, book, series of books on, uh, our book, uh, of, called Foundation set. I don't know how many millennia in the future, but a long way in the future. And now this divulges from the book considerably, but the idea, the concepts that they have and the money that Apple is spending on, uh, CGI and, and graphics is is just incredible. It's my favorite show. It's my favorite sci-fi show, uh, past the, past the expanse. Um, yeah. The expanse, of course, was just incredible. So, so I think I'm going to have to, uh, add foundation to my uh, morning watch list whenever I'm allowed to watch my own TV because, uh, uh, um, it looks so good and then, and I've been really wanting to get into it and I'm mad that I never did expanse. Yeah. Uh, the expanse is incredible. It's just so good, but the foundation, foundation, just the first season alone, the first season alone advances 130 years. Yeah. Isn't like each, uh, each season like 100 plus years? Isn't that what the whole thing is? It's going to be. Yeah. We're not that way in this season yet, but I'm sure that we will. Uh, and Apple has so much money that they can spend it, you know, on things like this. They can just spend money. Yep. If if people realize how much cash Apple had, they would probably they have a trillion. bring they have a out trillion. a guillotine. Yeah, in cash, just in the bank. In cash, in the bank, trillion yeah. dollars. So they'll see how it'd be interesting to see where the writers' strike goes and the billion, billion, how, how that all affects. Oh, the, we're 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 um we're in a bad spot right now, buddy, because it's it's we're gonna start running out of stuff, and then they're gonna start pumping out the old garbage that they that they can because it wasn't worth a darn. Just it's, Get used to going back and watching uh, Big Bang man. or oh, or I'm gonna or be so I feel, or West so, Wing or stuff like that. So I watched, Fish, for, I watched Mission Impossible two the other day, which was like, oh my god! <laughs> for me and Buffy, it's almost Halloween. So once September first hits, we'll be diving into our old Halloween movies and some okay. new ones. So we'll be good through January first. So they got to get this thing figured out by there then. I got hey, listen, yeah, yeah. In. You got Christmas movies and Halloween movies. To there get you go. Christmas. So we're up to the uh, final break. And when we come back, we'll uh, edge into the world of fantasy sports with Chris's tips on the fantasy draft that Mark desperately I've got to go, guys. Oh, you got to go? I got to okay. go. So Chris and I'll I dive into go. fantasy football. Yep. When we come back All on right. the Mark. See you, guys. See you, Mark. There you go. Hey, we're back. Chris was giving me a tour in his man cave there, and he's uh, remodeled his uh, game room, and uh, so um, it's nice to have that, right? You're upstairs. Yeah, with, w- yeah, with two less uh, humans in here 24 hours a day, I was able to get rid of a desk and readjust and add stuff, and I'm trying to figure out where to put my phone for the uh, Zoom meetings where I don't look like a sociopath. 
um, <laughs> with a bad angle. So I haven't found one yet. So that's working like, on that. That's why I like these virtual backgrounds here. Cause right. You know, otherwise you're looking at my marker board, which is kind of chaos in and of itself. You wonder how does that mind work? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. uh, I'm, so we, uh, Chris and I were, uh, Mark, we're talking about things that we like best of streaming and that. And, uh, the only thing I'd add to uh, that list is, uh, I'd give you a, a second on uh, Only Murders in the Building. You know, it's a little different premise this year with Paul Rudd, and so kind of an interesting start. And Mary Gay and I like watching, you know, um, I guess uh, things like American Ninja Warrior, which is coming to its close. Oh, yeah. America's Got Talent. Uh, so that I think tonight's the last, uh, li- or not last, but the, the last uh, auditions, and then it goes to live shows. So she and I both kind of get into those kind of things. So let's talk about fantasy football, Chris. You, uh, you, you're into a number of different betting leagues, and, of course, we created, I don't know how many years it's ago it's been now, at least probably four or five. I think uh, this the, is our fifth year, yeah. Fifth I think year, it's our yeah. fifth year. So, uh, I, you know, my only goal is to finish ahead of Haley, and I think I've uh, <laughs> been uh, in the middle of the pack a few times. I've uh, been a cellar dweller. There, there was a time or two where I got lucky, and, uh, you know, it, it seems like I always manage to draft somebody that gets hurt early on. I mean, you can't, predict, you can't predict injuries, my no. friend. You can't predict injuries. You've gotten uh, better every year. That's all right. that matters. Well, thank, thank you. I'd like to think so. Um, the, uh, but anyway, the, uh, so any, uh, and I don't know how many leagues do you think you anticipate you're going to be playing in this year? Okay. So currently I, um, I had my first draft last Friday. My nephews okay. have a league. Uh, my nephew in San Francisco has a league, which by the way, for me is the worst because they start at five. The draft starts at Friday night at 6 PM San Francisco time, which if you can do the math is 9 PM Indiana time. And I have to be at 5 a.m. And a normal draft takes 45 minutes to an hour. Not a big deal. But right. they do what's called an auction draft, which you put a player up for auction, then everybody bids an amount of money on them. Oh, I so see. Instead of a 45-minute draft, it's a three-hour draft. Oh, my. So this old man was uh, spending money like he was he was just – it was just going out of style, baby. I, I blew my money as fast as possible just so I could go to bed. So, but no, I think I'm currently locked in for five leagues right now. I'm sure it'll end up being nine or ten by the end. But I've done I've done about a dozen best ball leagues already. Those are um, those are leagues where you just draft a team and then you're done. You don't do anything all season at all. It's right. just kind of a practice thing, and then they do the math for you all season. It's fun, but um, okay. yeah, no, I'm I'm trying to get down to about five or six leagues. It's just. It can be a lot, but I know when someone asks me, I can never say no, and they know that, so they ask me. So, you so know. Are there any changes in our league this year? I mean, as far as rules or uh, expectations? Um, or- I made no changes this year in our league. Um, I was trying to get everyone to the draft, and I thought everyone was going to make it, but, uh, you know, those just the tip boys decided to go to the Colts-Bears preseason game, and they're missing out on us. And Dave always finds a reason not to show up. He'll he'll always make an excuse. Right. So, <laughs> yeah, but it'll it'll be fine. So we're locked in for the brewery. If anybody wants to come in and watch a bunch of uh, nerds play uh, on their computer for an hour and a half, we'll be down there at three o'clock on Saturday. There you go. So looking forward to it. So um, in terms of the you know the preseason, I mean, it's uh, I've watched a few games. Uh, you know, sometimes they're kind of difficult to to watch. You know, I mean, I watched the Bears' first preseason game, which uh, you know they did okay and. Uh, uh, as a Bears fan, you should be very excited. 
No, you should be very excited. They fixed their offensive line. They added DJ Moore, and right. their quarterback has another year in the same system with someone with with an offensive line that can protect them a little bit. You guys right. are and, and for the first time in a long time, you're not dealing with Aaron Rodgers, right? You're, <laughs> that's, you know, that's your favorite thing about this season. Yeah, your biggest threat is Jared Goff or Kirk Cousins. That's not right. scary. Yeah. So, right. so yeah, we'll we'll see how that how that hands out, you know, I, uh, um, after, you know, what's truly been probably one of the most miserable baseball seasons I can remember with the, the Cardinals. Um, and of can course, I, can I tell, can I tell you more? It's the main reason why I'm sad that I haven't been here the last month. I really wanted to rub that in your face. Oh my gosh. <laughs> wow. I'm like, I told you fire sale, baby. I almost sent you a text. I'm so sorry for all your losses. Right. You guys were just selling like crazy at the deadline. But I get well, it. That's what no. you got to do. Yeah, and and all the guys that we uh, unloaded there were coming up on contract years, and uh, you know, I mean, um, well, they, that's they, what you do. Yeah, and so they got a lot of uh, talent in their uh, uh, in the mi- in the minor system. They rebuilt that back up, and uh, of course, they've got a lot of outstanding hitting um, in their lineup currently and uh, on the bench. So it's, it's the, Oh, we uh, watched it, dude. You guys were, you guys made the Cubs look really bad at that game. We were at, it was frustrating. It was frustrating. We don't, we don't have the relief pitching. I mean, we're in, we're in 90% of the games that we're in, but we uh, managed to squander a lead or, you know, we just don't have the bullpen now. And, uh, and our starting pitching is still a bit shaky. You know I mean? Uh, I'm a purist in, in, uh, you know, like uh, guys that are true-hearted and great contributors to the game, like Adam Wainwright. But I really wish that Adam had retired last year. With uh, uh, he uh, he doesn't have it anymore, man. It's tough. It's tough. And you know, I, I know he's a proud guy, and I think he'll end up being a pitching coach. He might even end up being a manager. He's got the right attitude, and he's a great member of the community. I mean, I mean, are you going to leave fifteen, eighteen million dollars on the table because you're a little bit too old? That's a lot of money. Yeah. So right. I don't blame him. So uh, can I tell you? So from did you get to go to any games this year at all? I went early on. I went uh, went to see the Pirates and the Cardinals in the early spring and uh, watched. Uh, I, I was very very much attracted to the uh, the speed of the game. Now I think it's gone. That's what really I was going to well. say. And, yeah. The game we went to was fantastic. It was like a tight. It was like a tight two and a half three yeah. hours. Um, action was going on the whole time. To the yep. point where you almost didn't want to get out of your seat because there was so much going on the whole time. I really, I, I, I was never skeptical of it, but I was worried about it for the purists. But I think yeah. it's actually made the live aspect of the game much better. Oh, I agree. And you know, the, even the, the, uh, of course that was all time clock stuff, but the shift, uh, the change in the shift and, uh, you know, allowing for, for more, um, you know, baseball, true baseball to happen where, you know, it's not all analytics. It's really, you know, uh, allowing a guy to get yeah. a hit. Yeah. Metal, all those kind of things. Moving runners. Let's get runners on base and move runners. Right. Yeah. I love the aspect of because of the time clock. Also, stealing is stealing is a much bigger deal again because yep. you can only check them off so many times. So it's it's a lot. Oh, man, it was so much fun. But yeah. th- th- that game we were watching the Cubs because they were playing small ball. They had a shot. They were down five runs, and then halfway through, like the seventh inning, they were they had three runners on, and it was like, "Holy crap, we're going to have a game here!" And it was, it was yeah, and, yeah. and for the last like eight or ten seasons, it feels like if you're down four or five runs, you're you're out because right, it's, it's right. home runs or strikeouts. 
So I, I think it's better for baseball, period, with the changes that they've made. You know, and, and then, you know, at the same time, even though we have a balanced schedule now and everybody's playing everybody, and which is kind of interesting in and of itself, um, still, you know, you've got one division in baseball in the American League East where, you know, the Yankees, who are a decent team and above 500, are, you know, in fourth or fifth place, you know, and it, that's uh, – Yeah. The Baltimore Orioles are for real – and, uh, and people have seen them coming and, uh, I know a couple of Oriole fans that have been long suffering. So I'm sure that they're enjoying this uh, moment in the sun. But I, I think that they'll have dude, a bu- dude, building a baseball team is not like any other major league sport. I mean, it's, it's no. five or six years to, to really build a, a misery as a fan. And then you're watching 160 plus games a year of your team just being terrible. It's, yeah. it's hard. Yeah. So I really have, you know, I mean, there, there is actually a fair amount of baseball on uh, regular television, so to speak. But then there's also games on Apple and YouTube and other places. So we're seeing a variety of adaptations to uh, baseball. And uh, I have the MLB audio app so I can listen to any game anywhere that I want. That's pretty inexpensive. So um, and you know what? I tell you what, I uh, am surprised at myself uh, after last year when we gave up the DH and, uh, you know, went to that in the, um, in the national league. I thought I'd have a be pouting and, you know, have a hard time dealing with that. that you know, I think who don't even come- think about it. Right. I don't. Yeah. It's uh, it's the way the game is. So anyway, well, I think we're uh, coming desperately close up here to the, the closing of the hour. So, uh, I take it you'll, you'll be back with us for a while now that, uh, yeah, I should be on been- a good schedule for the, the next. Three or four months, I don't see any, uh, unless something odd comes up. I should be good to hang out with you guys again, finally. Joe, yeah. You know, yeah. Joe has been, uh, uh, going to be a little bit more available now that, uh, you know, the travel season and the tourism season is, is down a little bit. Uh, of course, we miss Haley and of course she's back at it. I think uh, my granddaughter actually has Haley as a teacher this year. So we wish her well and we'll see her at those intermittent, uh, kind of episodes and places. Along the way, and uh, you know, you're you're slipping away there on us. Actually, got us an opportunity to uh, uh, talk golf at some length. <laughs> oh, nice! <laughs> so that was that was nice because uh, we talked about Adam Shank and how uh, amazing uh, his season has been. So, um, all right, any closing thoughts here, Chris, as we get uh, close to the the waning hour? Play fantasy football, man. Have people play fantasy football. It's fun. It makes football more enjoyable to watch. It's easy to do. You can do it for free. It doesn't cost any money. And I'm telling you, it will change the way you watch football. It'll make every game interesting. Yeah. It, it is so fantastic. I'm telling you. It, I don't, I don't play in 10 leagues every year for no reason. I'll just tell you that. There you go. Then we got some things on the horizon, like uh, the Latino festival that's uh, yeah. coming up here, not this weekend, but the next weekend, and also Dancing with the Vincent Stars, including our police chief and our fire chief, uh, dancing it off, finding out who's the best. Hey, that's, that's it right. for Mark and Chris. We'll see you next time here. Bye. Bye-bye, buddy. See you.